there have been calls out in the western suburbs for a vaccination hub, a mass vax hub in the Mount Druid area. Uh, the Premier, well, let's go back in time. Gee, this is the beginning of the month, is it? I think it's the 9th of August where the Premier was asked this question. South Wales government was asked to set up a walk-in vaccination hub in Mount Druitt around those vulnerable areas. Why are there no moves afoot yet to actually get that done? Oh, look, please know we're um, looking to open up as many vaccination hubs as we can. Uh, what we desperately need also is doses and people coming forward to get the jab. So please know... Is there a move afoot to get a vaccination walk-up hub in Mount Druitt? Uh, well, we're making sure, obviously, um, I'll speak to our health experts. Our... So in other words, she didn't know. Eddie, Music uh, is the local MP out that way at a federal level. Good morning, mate. Good day, Marcus. How are you? All right. Uh, is there a mass vax hub out there in the Druid? No, there uh, is one uh, vaccination hub out at Rudy Hill that is now chockers until September, from what I'm led to believe, uh, that was dispensing Pfizer. Yeah. Uh, but we've been asking for a number of sites in Mount Druitt, around Mount Druitt, Mm. Emerton, Bidwell, Woodcroft uh, have all been called for to set up uh, some way in which people can just walk in and get vaccinated because really vaccinations are the big way to protect people's health and the fastest way to get us out of lockdown. Well, I agree. I mean, you say, and I agree, it staggers me that there's still a struggle to get the New South Wales government to get moving on setting up Mm. walk-in vaccine hubs in areas that it's locked down. In Western Sydney areas like yours, Blacktown City Council, uh, the Mayor there, Tony Bleasdale, and yourself have been calling out for weeks for more Mm. vaccine hubs to be set up in the Druitt, Amerton and Woodcroft. And uh, people are keen. They're stepping forward and saying that they want to get vaccinated. Um, pharmacies on the weekend finally got access to uh, vaccinations. And I was talking with pharmacists last night on a Zoom call that are saying that they are having steady streams of people coming through and they reckon they can do over 200 a week at each pharmacy because they've got uh, uh, the setups there. And there are a lot of tradies that have been walking in in the last 24 hours in particular yeah. looking to get vaccinated. But like, we need to have a community campaign that brings together the GPs, the pharmacists, the community, social, religious groups, all basically pitching in in some way, getting the message out to get vaccinated, answering some of the questions or putting people in contact with ways in which they can get information or even volunteering to help some of the uh, local pharmacies and GP clinics, like what happened in the UK. Yep. Um, to do some of that administrative work to speed it up, reduce the pressure off GP and, and pharmacists' operations so we can get people vaccinated as quickly, as smoothly as possible. One thing I did want to touch uh, on with you, uh, and it's been a, a bit of a theme of the program this morning, uh, I noticed the New South Wales Health Minister uh, had a, uh, a slight jab at areas of West and South West mm-hmm. Sydney saying that they weren't getting the message. Now, yep. and of course it leads to uh, the discussion about languages. This isn't the first time he said it, by the way. Well, he did I've... this on Insiders too. Well, I find it uh, a little affronting. Uh, Look, if the state opposition, Chris Minns and his mob, can get together a bunch of MPs from different backgrounds and put out multilingual messaging to the community of Western Sydney, 
I would have thought that was the job of the New South Wales State Government and the Health Department, not the opposition. And then to turn around and blame the population for not paying attention. Look, I don't give a stuff who... We're in a pandemic. I don't care. People can jump up and down and say, oh, they should learn English. The facts are a lot of people in Western Sydney don't speak English as a first language. Uh, Putting your opinion aside of that, but these are the people who could be spreading the disease because the message isn't getting through. Why isn't at a federal level or a state level, why isn't there multilingual messaging, apart from perhaps on social media? Well, the first thing is, uh, this is not the first time that a person in Brad Hazard's position has said this. He said this on national TV a couple of weeks ago, and I called him out uh, on it, and he's done it again in the last 24 hours. And the reason it's happening is because it's covering over uh, a botched up job by them to build the community campaign on the ground. I don't care about politics. I will work with the federal or state government to help get the message out in my community. But you need two to tango and these, or in this case, three, I might say, um, you you can't do this on your own. We will try and get the message out and we are trying to do it. But to scapegoat communities because you haven't done the homework or put in the hard yard yourself as a New South Wales or federal government, is bad. And I can tell you this, Marcus, I have been, uh, in our area, we've been making contact with community groups to say, have you been contacted Mm. by either the New South Wales government or the feds? And the answer, more often than not, is no. And it really can't be that way. As I said, I don't care if they're Liberal, I'm Labor. We'll work together. We need to pitch in together. We're all in this together, Ed. 100%. All right. Before I I let you go, I noticed on your social media, you're a bit of a sporting nut. If you could pick one highlight of our gold medal performances or otherwise from the Tokyo Olympic Games, what would it be, mate? You're going to make me sound like Bruce McAvaney. So many, so many. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a basketball tragic, so I love the, the boomers finally got a medal uh, and yep. that Paddy Mills uh, was able to lead them in the way that he did and he was just a man on a mission in that last last game. Absolutely. But we also had some locals, Melissa Wu and the diving from yep. out Chifley Way. She got a bronze. Wonderful. Fantastic miss. Yep. Yeah. Bendere Aboya, who is a local uh, runner, she didn't make it this time, but I reckon she's one to watch uh, in the future. And obviously, like you look at you know, Ariane Tidmus, you had... Um, uh, on top of that, uh, uh, if you look at what happened with the decathlon, yeah. with the high jump, I mean, going look, through all the people, it was just like tremendous to see. But the sportsmanship and the yeah. humanity, like that was the other standout, like what we needed for it for this time. Mm. You know, they're thinking of renaming the Illawarra McEwenville. <laughs> <laughs> As they should. Yeah, they've already got a a pool area down there named after the McEwans. But uh, look, mate, I've got to leave it there. We'll talk again next week. Thank you.